podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry. Hello, welcome to episode 45. Thank you ever so much for joining me. It's much appreciated, you little goose steppers. No, Harriet, goose steppers, I think that's what, isn't that that what Hitler did? No, it was Basil. Is it? What's goose stepping? Is that bad? I don't know. I think you might. I think you should start again. No, because I genuinely don't know. I don't think there's anything too offensive. Yeah, it's. Is it what Hitler does, or is it what Basil Puzzle Forty does? What I'm confused. I'm confused myself. Anyway, hello. Uh, thanks ever so much for tuning in to episode forty-five. I'll be honest with you. It's taken me an awful lot to build up the. The courage and the strength to record this episode. I'll be honest with you a little bit. Um, oh, I'll tell you this as well before I before I depress you. Please leave a review. Uh, I'll get that get that in quick. Keep keep doing that, please. That that would be great. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah. It's taking a lot to do this one. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Add a a bit of a spiral, but. I've got bipolar that's totally normal I felt like a bit of a failure because I've been so positive lately but I've just got to remind myself that since the last spiral it was such a long amount of time far much more than usual so it's still it's still a win definitely you can't just you can't just try with life and then and then have a knock, and then, well, that's it. I'm not going to try anymore. But, so, of course, that's easier said than done. So I've been having a terrible... So, do you know what? One of my biggest things is I don't know how to relax. So when I have a couple of days off, then I seem to get a bit a bit low. And then if something happens, or like I'm not careful or or I relax it seems like if I relax a bit too much and then I sort of then get in a I'm not very good at not being bored but I'm not very good at unwinding yeah so then and then ever so sorry to tell you about this but my fucking period like my mental health's always don't and as well if you're like oh bloody women talking about their period no it like, let me just talk about this. I think it's important to because it's it just I was think I was feeling a bit low and a bit vulnerable, and then it just then it just came and it's so. And then since because I stopped my medication last year, and and I've said n- numerous times it's not the best, definitely not the best way for a lot of people. I came off it from you know a high dose to nothing. And I fucking did it like a bit maverick styley, to be honest. But it somehow worked for me. But not after ages of sort of figuring out figuring out things for myself and stuff. Um, and then I sort of got in my head that I didn't really want any chemicals, so I stopped. So I stopped taking my pill. 
as well. And I think the pill is very good for regulating heavy heavy periods. So it was. So since I've come off that, like my period's on for less time. But Jesus fucking wept. It's it's like it. Well, I don't need to say. Do you know what I mean? But it's. So I had a, a five and a half hour coach journey to Bridlington. Woohoo! Carved in life. You are what you say. You are a superstar. Do you remember that song? That was a fucking tune. Lupe Fiasco. Very good. I think he's very underrated in hip hop, actually. If you heard Battle Scars, it's like cheesy hip hop, but it's very good. These battle scars don't look at their fading, don't look at their ever gone away. Very good. Um, anyway, oh yeah, so I had a four, was it four, five, so it was five and a half hours, but I think I had to change for like an hour. So, so anyway, so it was a long, a long coach journey and it got like, it, I was, I was at the point where Again, this is gross. Like, a massive tampon was lasting me an hour. You can't... And I was fucking low and... Yeah, so I've... I've had a mare of it a bit, yeah. I've just got a bit... And anyone with mental health issues will know that... The spiral comes, doesn't it, when... You sort of start you start beating yourself up about things, but yeah. Anyway, so I'm just gonna. I got down. I've accepted that. Do you know what? I've got this bloody twitch in my eye that just won't go away. Yeah, I've I got down. I accepted that with a per for a person with a brain of my nature, this is gonna happen, and it's fine that that happens. Please don't beat yourself up about it, and get yourself. Fuck just I just don't want you to I mean, are you talking you're now talking to yourself on your own podcast. That's like the most egotistical thing. It's not egotistical, is it? I'm fucking open with goose stepping. I don't even know I don't even know who you are anymore. And do you know what I think I've done? I think I perforated my eardrum. I get yeah, because I wear earplugs and then I like to clean my ear out Harriet <laughs> this isn't people that are listening to this they might have listened to 40 odd episodes and had this image in their minds of this real glamour puss and then and then you're like oh I think you're perfect to be eardrum because of because I because I like to stick a fucking earbud in it and I think of blooming it something yeah I could have a perforated eardrum and still be a sexy bastard you know what I mean Anyway, so yeah, gonna get, gonna get back on it, and yeah, life gives us little knocks. It's good. This podcast has been going, going well. I've got another podcast. Got my logo for that ready soon. I'll uh, tell you a bit about that a bit because I haven't even done my first. I haven't recorded my first episode. I think I might get have it. You can figure this out in your own time. Yes, my. My boyfriend, well, he is, um, he got a bit sick of, and do you know what? I forget that the life that I chose means that I don't have this. So I forget that people in normal jobs 
will get a bit bored by it is routine. So my boyfriend got a bit sick of the same routine, which is something I don't really have routine. And I sometimes crave routine. I think we just naturally crave what we don't have sometimes. Anyway, so he's decided he's off being an extra for, um, I don't know what I can, can say. Well, it seems quite an exciting film. And it is, it, it seems like he's going to be like right there in at least once. Well, it must be a few scenes because he's doing it, doing it for days. He's doing like five days of it. And it's a film with Reese Iffens. Do you remember him from um, Notting Hill and, uh, oh, Kevin and Perry go large. And Twin Town, I think he was in, but I haven't seen that. But. It looked like it was... I just think he's very good. Uh, him, Matt Smith from Doctor Who and Rachel Weiss. God, have you seen the whistleblower with Rachel Weiss? Bloody hell. It's a true story and it's... In fact, if you're feeling vulnerable, don't watch it. It's, fu- it's harrowing as fuck. And it makes you feel very helpless and depressed after. Do you know what? I watched it with a couple of friends... And because it's it's about trafficking essentially, and there's some quite graphic scene. There's a lot of graphic scenes in it. And then so I was watching it with two friends, and then a friend stormed out and said that they just couldn't watch it. And do you know what? Shit like that annoys me because it's a it's a true story, and they're what and you're and you're shocked, but it happened. But you can't deal with it, so you you. Oh, no, no, I can't. How dare you? The people that are living it don't get to say this is a bit too much and just fucking walk out. Just thought, I don't know. Anyway, so, so yeah, so he, he's off he's off doing that. Went to, we've been going, do I speak to you about that? We've been going to the gym. So that's, God, it made me realise. I don't think I'd done proper exercise in... Well, I went to the gym when I la- when, like before I moved out. I went to the gym there, and you remember, yeah, do you remember I said, and then I forgot. Uh, I I stopped going because the, the guy c- c- like was with all his mates, and he came and tapped me on the head, and and it was just a bit weird. Anyway, so I didn't. And as well, this little Argentinian man that came to look at my flat once. He was going to move in. And he he lived with, because by where I used to live, with quite a big Jewish community, and he lived with a Jew, is it Orthodox Jews, where they they don't believe in it, they don't have a, uh, anything electrical running on a Saturday. Yeah, is that true? He said that he lived with this woman who was an Orthodox Jew, and she wouldn't let him do his washing on a Saturday, because if any of the neighbours heard the washing machine going, they'd look down their nose at her because Orthodox Jews aren't supposed to have electric running on a Saturday. Is that true? That's that's crazy. God, I I sometimes am grateful. I wasn't. I mean, and obviously, like if you're an Orthodox Jew, probably very happy with being an Orthodox Jew. So it's not just about that. But I'm very glad. I am, well, I am. Do you know what I mean? Like, I often feel grateful to have been brought up 
as I have in the country I have. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, I'm open and and accepting of other faiths, religions and stuff. But, like, I'm well glad that I didn't, like, get married off or anything anything like that. Because I, I, I settled down at... Um, how old was I? Thirty-one uh, or two. If I was where, where I was going to be in an arranged marriage, I'd that's like grandma age. I'd be like old sour milk, proper left on the shelf. Even in a community like um, like the travelling community, twenty-five. That's well, well old not to be settled down. And then just the thought of, well, as I think I'd, I'm naturally, um, like, if I haven't made my own choice, like, I'd resent it. So if I was with, in theory, I don't know if I believe this, but if I was with the person that was supposed, I was supposed to be with for the rest of my life, if I'd been forced to be with them, I'd be like, well... What what else is out there? Even if it was a really suitable person for me, does that make sense? Have you ever heard of that? There's a thing called the is it the seven year itch? It's a program where they just get to seven years and then just swap. They so they're married for seven years and then just swap with another person. I just swap partners, like they're just passing. A condiment. Isn't that mad? I just think that's... And the other one, isn't it, is married at first sight, which I guess is like... Is that like an arranged marriage? Do they have a little bit of a look? Yeah, they'll have a look at photos and and maybe have had a few meetings, won't they, with, a, with an arranged marriage? Or does it vary? But yeah, there's a programme called Married at First Sight and they just... Some people, like, put all the science together... Or like compatibility and stuff, and then just put the and then these people just trust that the person's got it right, and then turn up on the day to get married. Like, I'm an adventurous person. How are you adventurous? Yeah, I'm a bit adventurous. I am adventurous. I think I'm a bit of a sort of free spirit and that. But fucking hell, that's mad. That's just yeah. That's that's just stupid. And on TV, Jesus, I did a a lovely gig. It was, uh, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be. On last Friday, I did a gig where there was a contract. It was just a fucking palaver. I think the the people at the gig hadn't really done any comedy events. They'd only done theatre events. They hadn't really changed the contract for comedians. And it was just a bit like the rights to your work and... And but I, it was just weird, all weirdly put anyway. So sort of dreading it a bit. But the gig, I just love like quirky gig. Get that? I, a I couldn't find it at first, and then it was in a sort of a building that had pole dancing in it, like pole dancing classes, paintballing. I think it had. It had a pub. It was like I've noticed. In fact, I've noticed it a few Bolton way. There's sort of buildings, and you just sort of whack everything in them, like a sort of where, like a warehouse, and then you have it 
different rooms in it for different stuff. It's quite cool, really. Yeah, but Harry, I think that's a bit like what the old bakery venues like in there. Just have the rooms for different stuff. I think that happens in loads of places. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I really need the toilet. I don't know if I... Let's just pause this and go to the toilet. I think I will. Hello. Oh, I'm back again. Went to the toilet. You know, sometimes when you need the toilet and you can just wait for ages and other times it's like, oh, bloody hell, I've got to go right this second. Well, that was that was one of them. So well, one time, uh, when I lived in Birmingham, which I still do think has the best German market, was me and my friend Irish who used to live with. God bless her. Isn't it weird when you look back on all the... All the circles of friendships that you, all the circles of friends you've had, circles of friendships is that right? Yeah, you look back and and certain people you were your world at a certain time and you'll always hold them dearly in your heart. But just life changes, doesn't it? And you just not just don't see them as much. Well, I guess with Irish, it's because she because she lives in Ireland now, and that's the best place for her. That's where she's the most happiest. So that's where. And as well, it was an interesting one as well, actually, that we were so close, but so different. Like, we never really had anything in common. And we bonded at uni because this girl was such a cunt to us. So we we sort of bonded over that, really. And, and well, I think we were sort of forced together because everyone else sort of sided with this guy where we were ostracised a little bit. Yeah, it was a funny old thing actually. Yeah, there was this there was this girl at, at uni that was so popular but so difficult and she just decided if she just decided that that she wasn't oh, so what was the Yeah, I can't even remember. I can remember feeling so low but now I can't even remember why what the problem was. Do you know what? So thinking back, right, so let me see if I can get all this straight. This is a bloody story and a half. So you might have seen I did like a story sort of bit of stand up about about it um, last year about when I was at when I was at uni and I got arrested because my boyfriend was sleeping with my best friend. So basically, yeah, so all this happened. So at the time, my best friend, she was not only sleeping with my boyfriend, she had a boyfriend of her own in the same sort of friendship group. And she maybe was a bit embarrassed about going out with him, so sort of didn't really tell many people. And then when she's doing what she's doing with my boyfriend, I'm there telling her boyfriend's, and he's not believing me. Like, I was just this drunken mess with mental health problems at uni. And people didn't believe you. And when, when you're, like, closest friends don't believe you, it's a bit heartbreak. That's sort of... i got a real problem with people not believing me now about stuff, because my whole life, people just haven't taken me seriously or believed me about often important stuff. Anyway, so... So when finally this guy, who's also a friend of mine, isn't believing me when I'm telling him about about this girl he's seeing and she's just twisting everything around, I'm like, do you know what? Fuck you then, you fucking idiot. And he's 
and he's still wrapped round her finger and I'm telling him to get a grip. Fucking nothing. So then in the end, like all my friends sort of side with him and and we're going for like secret dinners and stuff. It was just so bizarre. And also petty now that you look back on it. Although it was, a, you know, I did get arrested and almost get kicked out of uni, so it was a big deal. Oh, yeah, because I punched her in the head. Yeah. But this girl, did I ever tell you? So, um, she's just, I think she was a compulsive liar. And just the stories that she even would, would like, tell you one thing one day about her heritage and where she was from. And then another day she was Mexican. Like, she just talked absolute nonsense about anything and so now I just never know what was true or or what wasn't because she had this she said that she had this thing called a hiatus hernia which is where she doesn't have like a flap in her stomach so if she like bends down to do her her shoelaces up or whatever like because she's bent down and her flap isn't there all the food that she's eating will just pour out of her mouth so I sometimes think, is that real? Yeah. No, there was something about about her though that was really charming. Like even after it all happened, there was still something like a little part of me that wanted that wanted to be friends with her. But then there might have been because I have a, an issue. Like if someone hasn't admitted properly, then it's unfinished business. So I've got a friend at the minute that's sort of still hanging on to this girl. Because, well, he knows deep down. Everyone fucking knows that she's cheated on him and done this and that. And we've proper treated him like a mug. But he's sort of still dwindling. Well, he said he was dwindling onto her because he was worried that she was going to kill herself. But now it's she's definitely not going to kill herself. And um, how can you be so sure? No, I... I can, well, you can never be 100% sure about that. But I feel like she's just said it to keep him because it's what it's what made him hang on when he was about to let go she said that and now he's on again anyway yeah so so with this girl that that slept with my boyfriend you know my friend at uni like a couple of years ago i was gonna do a show this was before my mom died i was gonna do this show about a bit like um my name is earl where you try and put right all the wrongs in your life so I wrote to her because no matter what happened I shouldn't have punched her in the face even though she blatantly hit herself with a tin of beans to get a bigger lump but because the moment I hit her I made her the victim anyway so I got in touch with her and I said I should never have hit you and for that, I'm sorry. Expecting <laughs> to say, I shouldn't have gone behind your back, slept with your boyfriend. But <laughs> she said, I shouldn't have drank all the gin in your kitchen. I was like, are you fucking mad? She was like, yeah, we all do stupid things. You might remember when I ran naked round the track. Like, what are you on about? Take some fucking responsibility, you fucking idiot. Anyway, I've got off on the biggest tangent. So, my friend Irish, so we were at the German market and we had, I mean, I don't know, it was, it was just sort of like 
potato and mushrooms. They do a thing though in a big sort of paella, paella cauldron, and then afterwards she's wanted to go Primark and she's grabbing all the Primark clothes and then she's just fucking shoved this massive arm full of Primark clothes in me. She's gone. I'm gonna shit myself and then had to run across pizza up but got her unbag so her unbag took out took out like knocked someone's pizza off there so she just had to go in the restaurant just run to the nearest toilets and then but she her unbag's not knocked someone's pizza off their table what a nightmare anyway so i i've had some fan mail this week do you know what i've had a sort of quite a few people get in touch with me and I'm just not very good at like compliments and stuff and and I would never want to swindleize anyone so I said to my boyfriend I said what should I say because people getting in touch with me telling me that they're gonna see me at this place see me at that place and that's great but I feel like well you know at this gig because often we have the similar set that we do at a club gig so I was going to say, oh, well, if you come to that gig, I'll probably be doing similar stuff to when you last saw me. But then that other gig you're coming to, that's when I'm doing my hour show. So that's all different stuff. And then my boyfriend's like, why do you need to say this and that? It's You need to think of it like a band. Like, it, like if they're coming to see you again, it's because they love your hits. So they, wanna, so they, don't, they won't mind if they see them again. And I said, oh, that's a good way to look at it. Because... People won't go, they'll, they'll, they'll just be grateful for the, for the people coming to see them. Anyway, so I had some fan mail, so I'll t- tell you about this. So this is what it said. <clears throat> it would be such an honour for me if you could please send me a couple of your business cards signed and an autograph photo to blah, 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 USA. Could you please sign them to Michael and date them? Well, I will tell you a little about myself. My name is Michael blah 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 blah. I hope that's his surname is catching it. I hope to one day have a successful career in politics. I have five dogs named Orbit, Lucky, Angel, Lily and McDonald's. My favourite school subjects are history and political science. I was born in New York State. Three questions I would like to ask you is what is your most memorable moment in your career? When you were a child, did you have any idols? And do you have any advice for a young person who wants to have a successful career like yours? Hope to hear from you soon. Have a nice day. Thank you for taking the time to read this letter. My initial reaction... It's a, it's a schoolboy, isn't it? So I wonder... So my initial reaction, I guess this is sort of saying what I've just said. I'm a little bit worried that it's just... It's just not meant for me. But then they've got in touch through my website. So I'm assuming they would have trawled through everything on it and then wrote the letter. But then because there's the Harriet Dyer that's an actress, I know she's currently in a big like drama in them that's this, this American. So do you reckon it could be that? So I don't know whether to just... No, you should take it as it's meant for you, Harriet. Yeah. It's very specific, isn't it? Oh, let me tell you this. This, um, this lovely girl, Amy Drinkwater, she's brilliant. She said this. Listen to this. 
I once received an email from what I think was a church choir group, very random, and for a giggle, I copied and pasted the phone call quote of Liam Neeson's in Taken. Forgot about it, but I figured it was something everyone knew. I received a reply from a police officer explaining that it was in fact an elderly man who had never seen Taken and thought I was threatening him unless he returned my daughter. I clearly didn't think that one through. Isn't that brilliant? <laughs> oh, that's a great... Oh, dear, dear, dear. I never tell you about the story when a policeman rang me because... I swear I must have mentioned this. Policemen's rang me because they've they've arrested a paedophile and they've opened up his hard drive and there was like a little bag with hundreds of the same telephone number and it was my telephone number. What the fuck was that about? You know, never heard, I never heard about it again. Do you reckon it was a prank? I don't know. Um, yeah, so that happened, and then all your lovely happenings. That's another little gander at, at those. Bloody Chris Isgrove, what a treat. He said, went and saw a funny comedian at the Lowry who had a Triceratops puppet and now have the dinosaur song stuck in my head. If only I could remember her name. Ah, oh, that was me. What a treat. Ash Preston who was at the gig on Friday, says, I ordered a Mackey's this week where I accidentally got more change than I even gave them. Technically, yes, this is dishonest, but starving artist, fuck the police. Yeah, of course, McDonald's, that is fine. If you like, if like Grandma's Tuck Shop in Keeley as done you know if they've given you one that's bad because they ain't got much money but mcdonald's how yeah jessica ramsey says my cat ate a pouch of food without being a little bitch about it so i said doesn't she usually is she a diva and jessica said he is a complete spoiled diva if his food isn't right he comes and gets me moans about it and I literally have to stand with him whilst he eats how wrapped around his paw am I fucking cats I said it sounds like Norris from Corrie this cat like I've got a friend who's who's got a like a, a new little puppy and got those pad things on the floor where to toilet train it and, and the dog if it's not getting attention it will just like look at you and then just piss by the pad, but not on the pad, and then we'll only piss on the pad once it on once it gets a treat. I'm telling you, they're gonna take over the world. Nathaniel Prendergast says, "I went to a spoken word evening, and we got tickets to see Lucy next week at Stafford Gatehouse. Lucy is Lou Conran, and I am supporting her at the gig, so it will be great. And they're going to see." the playground gig on the Tuesday after so I'll be at that as well bloody hell that's a lot of me for anyone to deal with Aaron Burks got promoted to supervisor at his work which is brilliant big up Aaron and Amy Drinkwater who maybe I shouldn't say this is the same person because this is the person that just um, just telling you about the Liam Neeson 
thing, um, she has started earning money from being self-employed four years of working for pittance and now is actually earning. That's brilliant. And it's a state agency. And I've looked at the site. It's uh, So if you check out Doorstep Chesh, Doorsteps Chesh, as in Chesh, short for Cheshire. So at Doorsteps Chesh on Twitter. And it seems ethical, affordable estate agency from a good egg. So hit her up. Doorsteps Chesh and doorsteps.co.uk if you want to get in touch not on Twitter. Yeah, so that's that's brilliant. Sandra Joy says this week's good things seeing ninety-four-year-old mother-in-law light up when five-year-old great-granddaughter chats to her. That is lovely. Again, great stuff, great family stuff. Tommy Ross says, Someone said one of my self-published comics was so fucking funny it made his chest heave with laughter. Coming from a professional animator and illustrator, that meant a lot. That's great. So that's, uh, if you check out Asteria Comics for Aganda at that. Harriet Chowie says was using the self checkout in tesco yesterday when my card was declined i asked a member of staff to cancel the purchase and he instead took money out of his pocket paid for it and wished me a happy easter i think londoners are a lot nicer than people make out well isn't that lovely yeah i always think some people will be nice in london people Cunts are cunts wherever they are, and nice people are nice people wherever they are, isn't it? What? Well, that I think that'll be a nice note to end on. Proper, proper love a good. That's proper like pay it forward stuff. I bloody love a good deed, me. I think you always should try. To, I saw because uh, Paloma Faith does a lot of that, encourages nice things, and then someone on a Instagram the other day said, "I've been doing it. I told someone that they had a nice watch." It's like no. That's not the sort of thing. It's like, you know, talk to someone that's lonely or or homeless or, or if, if you can, do some do something like, like that. Like help someone who's got their card declined or, or or even like Paloma says to do really small things like just keep turning your lights on, uh, lights off on, when when you leave a room or whatever. Like little tiny things for the environment that will all sort of add up. Event eventually, not fucking tell someone they got a nice watch. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I'm going to depart. As always, this has been a treat. You're a treat. No, shut up. You shut up. What a treat. All the best. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And special thank you and mention to Craig Duncan for the Patreon girth. That's very much appreciated. And there'll be a dinosaur video coming out after April 10th. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And there'll be loads of other stuff that I'll um, I'll bosh out. Keep you posted. Always mention you. All the bless. Thank you. Thank you. I said all the bless instead of all the best, didn't I? Ugh, Harriet.
episode 45. Bitches! That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.